0: Hi, this is Design Lota, the podcast where we talk about life as Indian designers. I'm Angie. And I'm Sushi. Last week, we talked about a fun way to get out of our comfort zone, which is traveling. And also, all the ways traveling can make us better designers. This week, we're going back to design school, which has its own way of getting us out of our comfort zone. Yes, there's so much opportunity to learn new things and room to experiment and make mistakes uh, when you're a student in design school. I always find it refreshing to talk to students of any kind. Sushi, so who did you talk to? I spoke to Sanika Palsikar, a fourth-year design student at Mm Srishti, who has a passion for information arts. That's such an interesting intersection of art, science and technology. I'd love to know how she found herself doing such projects. Let's listen in and you might get a clue.
1: Hi, Sanika, and welcome to Design Lota. Would you like to tell us a little about yourself?
2: Uh, You know, I really thought about this question, but um, nope, I still don't know um, how to answer this question.
1: (laughs) Well, here's what we know about you. You're a fourth-year Information Arts student. And you're studying at Srishti Institute of Art, Design and Technology. Is there any
2: other crucial piece of information that we're missing? I'm not as bad as I look, (laughs) I guess. Uh, The uh, general designer things, you know, like I draw, I listen to weird music. I mean, I have a terrible sense of humor. Okay, but here's a question you can't escape. And I'm sure all your friends and
1: aunties and uncles ask you this all the time. How did you decide to pursue a career in design?
2: Um, So the thing is that I uh, always knew that I'm not meant for equations and uh, spreadsheets. The thing is, I had a lot of issues with things around me, you know, around the social, political and education sectors. And what better do designers do, you know, than find problems and uh, resolve them? So, um, I gave myself two options after 12th humanities. I said either I have to get into a design school. Or my backup is to join politics. Mm, so, politics. Um, I've <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, it's all about empowerment. I've always wanted to make this change. Like you know, this is like been my one thing. So um, I was like, when when I thought of design as a field, I was like, why not? I could probably just you know get a design degree, be a designer by the day, and politician as a moonlighter, if that's like ever possible to do. But that's the dream. <laughs> I don't really know any politicians in design,
1: do you? But, you know, writers, actors, they all get into politics. So high-time designers also had a rep, no? Definitely. I really think so. It also, you, you <laughs> mentioned that you want to make a change. And I think as a politician, you'd certainly be in a position to exercise some power, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. That's that's the one reason I was like, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. need to find a way to work this out. How yeah. did you know that you wanted to specialize in information design
1: out of all the fields?
2: So the thing is, I was extremely interested and quite frankly, I still am interested in uh, fashion communication and uh, I think if you asked me about 3-4 years ago, you know, what did I want to become, I'd probably say, yeah, I want to become the editor of Harper's Bazaar or Vogue or any fashion magazine. But uh, things became really different once I came to Srishti. So Srishti sucked the glam out of you. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. No, the thing is, I came to Srishti thinking that I'm going to do VC that's visual communication but the way it works in shrishti is that the VC discipline has been given all these technical subjects like typography, layouts, image making, and you know, so on and so forth. They also work with uh, branding and advertising and like hectic things, you know, which are very commercially charged. There was never like a discrimination between, you know, information arts and uh, visual communication. Basically, in information arts, information design, there are newer applications of um, graphic design, you know, it's more, it's more socially rooted, it's very sensitive to issues and the thing is, I was always interested in uh, education design because these are fields that, you know, they really need reform in our country. I mean, at least yeah. according to me. That sort of led me to choosing information arts over VC, although I was like hardcore VC at heart, like till second level. So you feel like information arts sort of enables you to
1: connect more to the social approach yeah. than see, yeah, which is more definitely. commercial. Yeah, definitely. So I think every designer tends to want their work to be viewed as less commercial. And this is an important mindset to have when you want to do some really honest work. And
2: in your case, does this mean you plan to work largely with social enterprises? Uh, yeah, the thing is, I mean, how much ever I want to work in a social realm, the audience that really needs this message to be heard never actually gets the message yeah, i mean so even the approach so i'm still working yeah. you know on moving beyond my prejudices and like my mm. privileged line of thought and trying to see how you know i can make something worthwhile because i mean let's face it we're all like in a consumerist uh, economy and yeah. then if you really have to feed people you might as well feed them something worthwhile yeah So, what are you currently working on? So, my current project is about uh, the beauty in the urban landscape. I feel like there's a great amount of gap in the definition of nature and our perception of it. Honestly, tell me, if you have to imagine a natural landscape, what would you think? Would you move beyond, you know, two mountains and a river and the sun or the sunset? Very typical, right? it's very typical it's a very idenic representation we we still are quite distant um, to nature because we feel like it's this exotic entity that is not accessible to all and should be kept in pristine conditions and should be preserved and the only way we sort of think that it's easier to come closer to it is through mimicking nature so we we've, we've built these urban landscapes with uh, trees and lawns and public parks but we don't have a connection to it so my Main thing is, can we just move beyond this sort of uh, engagement with the landscape? Like, now it's turning into quite a trend to fill your house
1: from ceiling to the floor with plants. Yeah,
2: exactly. In fact, that's a part of ornamentation. And that's one of the things that I'll be looking at. How, you know, you want to have something very uh, picturesque in this Instagram frame of yours and... That's about it. So where do you like to see your work applied? I strongly believe in uh, fitting my work within systems and not apart from them. So I'd like to see my work applied in educational realms, probably print media, games, stationery. I'm currently even doing like some archival uh, stuff. (laughs) Okay. So, what's in your design toolbox right now? The thing is, I keep having faces, okay, with my two tools. And I find it really uh, difficult to, you know, just commit to one. So, right now, I'm working with a lot of brush pens, pencils, pen. Does it come naturally to you to be confident with drawing? I feel like, you know, that's what led me to uh, using pen and all because... I had th- like that it's been my biggest biggest challenge you know confident lines I just cannot have that. yeah and people just assume that uh, if you're a designer then you should be able to draw like a pro and you sort of have to but then it's yeah, not like true. it doesn't come so easy <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the reasons that um, I'm like making myself do all these things. It's a practice, right? It's yeah, a, it's yeah. a habit. Definitely, discipline is what and it is. And how about software? Do you prefer software? Yes, so I actually started using software before I switched to drawing. Really? Yeah, <laughs> but like as an artist, I, I used to draw a lot. But in Shrishti, i I would not draw so much. So I first started out with like software. So okay. I keep switching between Illustrator and Photoshop and then InDesign when you need to lay out things. I think like my biggest challenge is uh, learning After Effects. I love love absolutely love that software. It's so versatile. But uh, what do you typically use it for in your practice? So, I like making GIFs. So, you get really like seamless loops with uh, After Effects. Somehow and I I don't know. It's I feel like it's a learning disability that uh, animation just doesn't come to me so easily like I'll do it at a stretch and then I don't know what will happen and I'll just get confused Oh so, <laughs> yeah
1: I experience that a lot with software, I can totally relate so, you must have done an internship last year, right? Yes. So, would you like yeah. to tell us about it?
2: Yes, I think it was um, one of the best experiences ever, ever, ever. I got so much to learn from my boss because it's not that it was just like a wonderful space to be in, but also it's really difficult to find studios, you know, that really resonate with your work. So, as I told you, I'm interested in a lot of social issues and um, studio call. Also Mm -hmm. is I think when I left that place I left as a changed person. (laughs) I mean it's very dramatic, but it's true. I learned a lot of things like organization of files. I mean how simple is that? But that's all you know. You need to do to get your thoughts clear and you know just focus. It's it's just brilliant. You know tiny mistakes that you do when you are making artwork and you know layouts and stuff. Everything just got really uh, polished even design thinking for that matter you feel like if you need to make a visual piece you need to take inspiration from uh, visuals but that's not true I mean you can find inspiration anywhere and how do you sort of train yourself to think um, in a certain way that was really something that stood out to me so do you do some side project which then in turn feed into that inspiration apart from reading books right now i've, I've just immersed myself in a lot of readings that's also my uh, project demand but i'm reading other things also i like reading comics even cat videos which are equally comic. i'm a major hoarder so i collect A lot of things. And a lot of things include fake notes, um, matchboxes and uh, bus tickets and stuff. But mostly something that, you know, has a value or a story to tell. Yeah,
1: hopefully you'll get your hands on that 2000 rupee note, which is supposed to be
2: of the wrong size or something. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I've collected bus tickets from my internship that have basically documented my journeys and I even have my friends uh, you know uh, people who come for an exchange program over here they have given me uh, their metro and train tickets that are not even from India it's it's fun like this whole connect collection they do have some sort of effect on my personal practice. Yeah, I'm sure it'll eventually build up to something grand. Hopefully, that's the plan. (laughs) So So, as a
1: design student going to design college, you're surrounded by people who breathe, sleep and probably even eat design. right? Yes. Who have been some of those uh, design influencers and gurus who have really shaped you in terms of personal style and work ethic?
2: So, honestly, I feel like most of my learning comes from my peers. Like, they're a varied bunch of people who are doing graphic design, contemporary art practices, who are in film. It's really nice to surround yourself with people who have similarities to you, but also the differences sort of influence you in a positive way. Apart from that, my immediate college seniors... They're valid Uh, Kritika Trehan is also uh, another one. She's a super senior. Uh, Shreya Vyas. I feel like these three seniors of mine, I feel like they're extremely prolific in their work and that's why they've inspired me. Again, my boss uh, Meera Malhotra uh, at Studio Cole. She's so versatile that it's really really hard to imagine how one person can have multiple styles but like be extremely good at it, like totally kick-ass, you know, in the current contemporary design age. Apart from that, there are a lot of uh, Indian uh, illustrators and animators like Kalp Sangvi, Vishnu Nair, they also animate. So Tom Hogam and Galado, Gilado, they're illustrators. Mm -hmm. and animators also and there's Michael Beirut who's a graphic designer Chris Ware a comic artist he's got brilliant comics you should check it out sure do you think you have found a personal style yet? Um, I do believe in having a personal style But I feel like I haven't found mine yet uh, A lot of my work is in different styles So they look like a bit disconnected from each other But I also like it It's okay, you know, to have uh, different styles Because once you develop a style And you know, you sort of get confined to it Because it's your thing You want to like do only that I feel like I'm just not ready for that Sort of a commitment
1: Yeah I'm sure you will keep developing your style and it will get more refined, and I think it, it starts to reflect who you really are as a person. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, for all the foundation students who might be listening and all the other future design students, oh what's oh. the one piece of gyan you would like to give?
2: No gyan, who am I to give? I can't give any gyan. But um, I feel like it's really easy to you know feel intimidated and anxious and i feel like it's okay to feel that you know it's good to see people setting a bar it's okay to feel envious of people who are doing better than you are but channelize that into your work you know surround yourself with people who don't just like keep your bubble you know safe because there's a lot of pressure you know to have a different style or have a different approach be different than everybody else but it's fine You'll have existential crisis, but it's fine. It's a process. Some people just find it faster and you're taking your time. Be critical of yourself, but don't be too hard. Share your work with people because as a designer, you are designing for the people. So you need feedback and people who are positively critical Mm. of your work, they'll always help you. Don't worry that, you know, oh my God, it'll get plagiarized and this and that. Mm. I think this existential crisis and
1: also this worry about things getting plagiarized, I think this never really goes away. As um, (laughs) Angie and I were discussing in our first episode. Even for people who have been in the industry for years and years, uh, they still continue to face this crisis. But uh, still, what's the one thing that you would like to ask experienced professionals in the industry? One
2: thing, uh, how can we make the Indian design industry cutting edge? Please, please tell to me, how do we do this? So, you don't think it's cutting edge? We're still, you know, the design industry... Is so niche Like, what do we need to do to be you know taken seriously yeah sure we are getting there but I mean even in terms of salary it's not cool yeah I mean you spend so much on your education True. tell okay. us what, do, what what to do to you know make this change happen you know a little faster so
1: stay tuned as Angie and I will share our thoughts on this at the end of the episode but getting back to you Sanika now a scary <laughs> question
2: what do you see yourself doing a year from now? Um, I know I'll be working in a design studio, hopefully. People please hire me. <laughs> and uh, most definitely doing my own personal projects. I have some things planned for myself. You seem very organized and well planned. Please it's bland and all, but I have had this plan since like a few months before graduation year was setting in. Then I was like, yeah, I know what I have to do. I'm going to do it. That's okay. And you also seem really optimistic. Only in my head. <laughs> We wish you all the best as you
1: enter the dip project (laughs) phase. Uh, I guess we can't really call it dip anymore since you guys are now getting degrees. See, so even small things like this, actually, this is a big thing, but even things like this show that there's a change in mindset and that design is starting to be taken seriously. So now before we go, can we know where to stalk you and find more of your
2: work? Uh, I would say Behance, but with some really old work and I need to <laughs> update it. Don't judge me, okay? You can uh, look me up. I'm V-active on uh, Instagram, so where you, whatever I'm doing, all new work get featured there force. So my handle name is shaniqua 208 Yeah, that's a ghetto name. And I've kept it much before I knew about ghetto names. <laughs> we should take this offline and yes. get to know more about these ghetto names that you seem to be an expert no, at.
0: Okay, ghetto names. I feel old. (laughs) Has it really been that long since I was in design school? Yeah, maybe. Thankfully, there was still a lot that I could relate to. That's true. Yeah, me too. Uh, Like figuring out what you want to do, finding your personal style, right? It's
1: interesting how Sanika went into design school thinking she knew where she would go with it. But then during the course, she discovered that she's more interested in information arts. And I think that's happened to all of us at some level, don't you?
0: Yeah. In fact, I think it's a good education if it teaches you something about yourself, and makes you change your mind, uh, which means you've had room to experiment, right? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about uh, what she said about confident lines? <laughs> it's always good to know I'm not the only one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's draw some crooked lines and break those stereotypes, Angie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It also takes some exposure to the real world and the design industry to know what skills really matter as a designer, right? Yeah,
0: that's why I'm glad you asked her about her internship. She's really lucky to have landed one that helped her learn so much. Nothing like some experience in the real world to make us more disciplined designers. Yeah, uh, Industry projects are crucial, I think, to help students realize that not all projects have ideal conditions, True. Uh, as they might have imagined from the projects or assignments they did in their design school, right? That's so true. Like,
1: you can have your design all ready, but that's only the first Mm. step and there are multiple barriers before it's ready to ship. And it's, it's always a back and forth process.
0: Yeah, it's more non-linear than one expects as a student, right? Um, yeah. Hey, you also promised Sanika an answer or at least a discussion of some kind to that burning question she had.
1: Yes, and you promised to help me answer that. Okay then. <laughs> she asked about how we can get people to take designers seriously and how we can make Indian design more
0: cutting edge. Wow, that is a tough one. Uh, I think... We need to discover and embrace our uniqueness as Indian designers uh, while also being aware of and participating in the global design scene. Hmm. There are platforms to do this as students. uh, But as industry people, putting India on the industry map uh, can mean having a face at global platforms like design conferences. Yeah. And uh, there are many platforms also to showcase our work even online. Yeah. Actually, even giving a voice to the Indian design industry with something like, say, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Great
1: to know that Design Lota can in some ways be a part of the solution. Another thing is also to be more inclusive when we work on our projects. Mm. Um I feel like design never happens in isolation. There are always clients, users, people who engage with our work and thinking Mm. of ourselves as these special creatures who kind of wave a wand and fix everything (laughs) can do more harm
0: than good. That's well said, Sushi. Uh, Basically, we are special just like everyone else. Right. (laughs)
1: yeah there's another quotable quote for our instagram this time
0: yeah so
1: students designers what are your fond design school memories tweet to us at design lota start a
0: conversation and tell us what you want us to talk about as indian designers you can find references and the complete transcript of this episode on designlota.com. Join us next week where we sit down to talk about getting and giving feedback. Ooh, that's gonna be interesting <laughs> and a bit scary. Until yeah. then, bye! Bye.